Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. As the candidates for governor debate crime, they divide on whether illegal guns are impacting New Yorkers. They're being stabbed, beaten to death on the street with hammers. There is no crime-fighting plan if it doesn't include guns. The city appeals a judge's ruling in favor of a dozen sanitation workers fired for refusing to get vaccinated. I'm Marla Diamond at City Hall toll hike for the New Jersey Turnpike and Garden State Parkway, the third straight year. It hurts the pocket on top of paying, you know, the Jersey taxes. I'm Sean Adams in the Meadowlands. You know, Americans gave away many of our rights in the name of security. On this date, the American Patriot Act in our 88 seconds in sound. On Wednesday, October 26, good morning, I'm Paul Bourdain. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. Through dense fog and scattered showers this morning, some breaks this afternoon, and really warm for this time of the year, the high right around 70. Now on to the debate, and crime dominated the debate between Lee Zeldin and Kathy Hochul, but a contrast was also clear around the contentious issue of abortion. As we hear from WCBS's Steve Burns. While Lee Zeldin spent much of the debate with a steely stare straight ahead, Governor Hochul often smiled and shook her head, including when Zeldin pledged not to touch New York's abortion laws. Lee, you can't run from your record. You're the only person standing on this stage whose name right now, not in years past, but right now, is on a bill called Life Begins at Conception. You did that now. At the Spectrum News New York One debate, Hochul insisted abortion rights are on the ballot as well. Despite Zeldin's pledge, he did not commit to keeping up New York's contributions to Planned Parenthood. And I've actually heard from a number of people who consider themselves to be pro-choice who are not happy hearing that their tax dollars are being used to fund abortions many, many, many states away. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Well, for city employees who got fired for being vaccine defiers, a judge says give them back their jobs, give them back their pay. The city says, wait a minute, not so fast. New York City's law department has already filed an appeal of yesterday's state Supreme Court decision to reinstate the non-complier. Let's go right to City Hall this morning and Marla Diamond. Marla, good morning. So are these workers still in limbo? What's the story? Good morning, Wayne and Paul. Well, the story is they are not in limbo. A spokesman for the city law department uh, said that uh, the mandate is still in effect for all city workers, but those dozen employees list, but those dozen employees listed in the lawsuit, adding the city strongly disagrees with this ruling as the mandate is firmly grounded in law and critical to New Yorkers' public health. 
The spokesman went on to say, we continue to review the court's decision, which conflicts with numerous other rulings already upholding the mandate. Staten Island Judge Ralph Porzio blasted the city's order requiring municipal employees to get the jab as arbitrary and capricious holding that the city's health commissioner overstepped his authority and violated the workers' due process and equal protection rights when he barred them from their jobs. Marla, what about the vaccine mandates for private sector employees out there? Well, that goes away effective November 1st with the approval of the city health department. Um, that uh, order also applies to students who participate in extracurricular activities. They will no longer need to be vaccinated as of November 1st. But that vaccine mandate will stay in place for tens of thousands of municipal workers. Mayor Adams insisting the city's workforce needs to lead by example, and it's not clear when that might be rescinded. All right, let's hope there's no COVID comeback. Thank you, Marla Diamond. Students ran for cover outside Tottenville High School when they heard a series of gunshots when school let out yesterday, and a 14-year-old who was on his way to football practice caught one of the bullets in his leg. Now he's asking the medical staff at Staten Island University Hospital when he'll be able to play again. Not known who fired the shots or who the target might have been, but witnesses say that there were five people in ski masks who jumped out of a car. Someone fired the shots. No arrests yet. Now to the Weather Center, our chief meteorologist, Craig Allen, looking at the fog finally moving out of here today. It will be, what you know, once it goes, it will be drier starting tomorrow, or actually tonight we may see some signs of that. But we are still dealing with a very foggy morning. It's kind of warm and humid, and you go outside, and uh, if you're in the suburbs especially, you'll be hearing crickets like it's a summer night. They're, they're, they're still at it. And uh, it's a f- very foggy, obviously, as we just mentioned, with visibilities a quarter mile or less. Temperatures this afternoon will get up to around 70. There will also be a few showers in the forecast, too, through today. That possibility scattered around the area. Tonight, it starts drying out, 55 to 60, and then several nice dry days. Tomorrow, 65 to 70, so that's even nicer. But then Friday and Saturday, not bad, but it's around 60, which is more normal for this time of year. City temperature right now, 64, humidity 93%, and today's high near 70. Well, we'll soon be paying more for the pleasure of... Getting to drive on the New Jersey Turnpike and the Garden State Parkway. Let's go to the Vince Lombardi service area where even Lombardi himself couldn't win a fight against the Turnpike Authority. Sean, why are the tolls going up? Well, somebody's got to pay for everything, right? So we're talking about a 3% toll hike January 1st, Garden State Parkway, New Jersey Turnpike. This is the third straight year uh, that you are going to pay more. Uh, And that's going to bring the average Turnpike toll, the average now, uh, over $5.00. On the Garden State Parkway, those one-way plazas, 202 with Easy Pass. What you're hearing from drivers is uh, predictable, exasperation, given the times in which we live and all the pressures of inflation. John Miles, he drives for Uber. I have to drive, so I don't know. I'm stumped now, you know, because uh, it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a, it's, it's a lot. As soon as you get money, you got to pay for it, you pay for something else, and... It's so much. You're giving so much gas on top of that. Well, officials say inflation is partly to blame here, uh, and the turnpike and the park where they also need fixing. Paul, Wayne. So, Sean, will drivers be getting anything more for their money? $1.3 billion, 10-year capital program, uh, fix things up. We're talking about bridge work over the Passaic River, redecking for the turnpike extension, and service area improvements. Sean Adams on the WCBS Morning News Roundup on Wednesday. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane, your three things to know on this Wednesday.
Addressing what he called the elephant in the room, John Fetterman said at last night's Senate debate in Pennsylvania, I had a stroke, adding, Dr. Oz will never let me forget that. Fetterman spoke haltingly, often, but uh, said that his issues are auditory, not cognitive. Number two, the Los Angeles Holocaust Museum says it has been hit with anti-Semitic messages after the Kanye controversy. Kanye, or Yee, was invited by the museum to come for a private tour. He declined. Third thing, Europe's sky-high natural gas prices have fallen thanks to unseasonably warm weather that's moved in recently. Lower use by industry has also helped to reduce demand for fuel, so prices are lower. Electricity prices are down, too. Up next is our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound for October 26th. Good morning and welcome to the White House. 2001. Americans, scared after 9-11 and a series of anthrax attacks, gave up many of their rights under the USA Patriot Act, giving authorities the power to tap our phones, search with no warrant, detain people without trial. Today we take an essential step in defeating terrorism. Courts would soon rule many of these provisions unconstitutional, but it took until 2020 for this law to expire. What a moment in 1958. Idlewild Airport, now JFK. The maiden flight of America's newest queen of the airways. The wealthy could, for the first time, fly on a jet to Paris. A new concept in air transportation. The Pan Am 707 was luxurious. The travail has been taken out of travel. And it arrived in eight and a half hours at a one-way ticket of about five grand in today's dollars. Transit riders were promised a doubling of trains between New York and New Jersey until this date in 2010. Trans-Hudson Tunnel, dead again. Governor Christie pulled the plug with part of a hole already dug. There comes a time when you just have to say, we can't afford it. The feds wanted their money back. Christie refused and used a lot of it to rehab the Pulaski Skyway. New York City, 2000. The four trains were painted with blue pinstripes. The seven trains with blue and orange for the first and last subway series. Let's go back now to WCBS reporter Peter Haskell. For the Yankees, it was their third World Series in a row. The Mets hadn't been there in 14 years. Bobby Valentine was the Mets manager and a baseball lifer. You know, on every street corner, every taxi cab driver, every truck driver, every waiter, they were all invested in it. Franco in the bullpen, the Mets stick with lighter. On this night, game five was tied into the ninth. Then the Yankees scored two to deprive the Mets of the World Series and claim their third in a row. Behind MVP Derek Jeter. This is October 26th. Election 2022 will be a defining moment with the balance of power in the House and Senate at stake, plus the race for New York governor and local races around the tri-state. Now through Election Day, count on WCBS 880 for the latest campaign coverage. Sponsored by AARP New York. Get voting information you can trust at aarp.org slash nyvotes. And that is today's Morning News Roundup. You know, weekday mornings at 6, it's a deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. You will find us on the radio. You will find us on your app on the free Odyssey app. Just search for the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup and catch up and why don't you tell a friend while you're at it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 